Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am the founder and host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp. And with me today is Lucy Liu. And here's a bit about Lucy. She is a global business strategist and certified life coach, helping entrepreneurs and high performers unstuck, kiss overwhelm, bye, cultivate rockstar confidence, see clarity, reach dream goals, and live a joyful, fulfilling life. She is an unshakable optimist, wife, mother, easygoing entrepreneur, certified, hashtag I am remarkable, woman empowerment workshop facilitator, and international motivational speaker. She is also the author of two international best-selling books, The Rising Sisterhood and Asian Women Who Boss Up. She also inspires as the host of her weekly podcast, The Lucy Liu Show, which is the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. She has been featured in Medium, Voyage LA, Elephant Journal, Thrive Global, Fox, CBS, NBC, and a dozen of other media outlets. So she's definitely a force to be reckoned with. So without further ado, please welcome Lucy to GEMS Podcast. Hi, Genesis. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much, Lucy, for coming on, sharing, and holding space. I hope I pronounced your last name accurately, but if not, please correct me now. Yes, yes. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So Lucy, today we're going to talk about rock star confidence and cultivating it. But before we jump in, I want you to share a fun but interesting fact about yourself as a way of an icebreaker. Of course, I'm going to talk about confidence and you mentioned my name. So let's start with that. Um, Growing up in Los Angeles, being so close to Hollywood, I actually signed up with a casting agency when I was back in middle school-ish, and I went to numerous auditions, and guess what? I didn't get a single part because every time I went to an audition, the casting director would run out excitedly shouting, oh, Lucy Lou's on my list, and guess what? When they saw me, they made always make a big scene that oh it's not the Lucy Liu right so that's kind of the disappointment I grew up with having trouble with my name it was my biggest hindrance I mean if you are watching or listening have you ever had a time where you felt less than someone else or that you're not good enough or you know just you disappoint someone else that's what I grew up with. And that was my biggest hindrance. And what I did throughout my decades of personal development is to turn that hindrance, turn what was making me stuck to let it become actually my asset. So Lucy Lou is actually my maiden name. I even kept it after I got married to remind me that I need to be confident. And now when I look back on my journey, 
it was actually that journey that I was kept in crushed on my confidence that when I chose to stand up every time again, that made me who I am today, that confident version of me. So when you are in this dark tunnel, no matter where you are in life, it always seems hard. You can't really see beyond the next bend. However, if you trust the process and know that there's light at the end of the tunnel and just keep driving, go with the bend and eventually you're out of the tunnel and life is beautiful. I like that. And I like that you didn't allow those disappointments to set you back or hinder you in life because people could easily just shrivel up and say, why is me? But in your approach, you're like, why not me? Let me make something out of it. So you turn those into assets and you said, you know what? I am worthy. My name is, is just that it's my name. And even though I'm not the Lucy Lou, I am Lucy Lou to somebody who needs me. So Lucy, but before you shared all that, as you were talking, I was like, did you ever wonder like, what would it be like if I changed my name? Did you have those questions? Yes, yes. But um, to be honest, everyone has trouble because we have limiting beliefs. Everyone has trouble with something about their name. Is it too short, too long, too hard to pronounce, too hard to spell? Um, and even I've met people who, who have names who are too common. And I met a lady once. She was also a podcast host and her PayPal account got frozen because someone else by her name it was a great name. She loved her name. And she said, you know, and my account froze because someone else by my name was doing fraudulent activity. So you see, it's these are these are just circumstances in life, right? Whatever it's given to you, things that are happening in life, these are facts. They're happening, but yet they're circumstances only. And you get to determine what you make out of that circumstance. Do you put a positive sign in front of it? Or do you put a negative sign in front of that? You get to decide how you react, what thoughts you choose to give to that circumstance. And that's going to determine your life experience. And eventually I stopped acting because I realized I'm an entrepreneur and I've been an entrepreneur all my life. However, this limiting belief stuck with me for a while and I know I, I had to break it. And even though years after, there are still times that this comes back to haunt me, but yet I let this to be where I purposely reboot myself. Whenever that issue comes up, I need to think, okay, Lucy, stop. You need to embody that confident version of you, right? And Another limiting belief, actually, that goes along with that is even though I hold a diploma from a very well-known university, I always feel my English isn't good enough because I wasn't born in America. You see, I was immigrated to America and I felt like my English is never good enough. And I think that's a common problem, especially with women. We always think we're not 
blank enough and you can fill in the blank yourself. But that's what I'm doing. I am a life coach. I help other women shatter their self-imposed limiting beliefs. So that's what I do. I make lists of things that I want to change in my life. And one of those is also to shatter these limiting beliefs. And that's why I launched my podcast and just calling it the Lucy Lou Show because one, I am unique. If you're listening, you are unique as well. Two, I am somebody. Um, I choose to be an ex-nobody because I used to feel like I'm nobody. And I put an X in front of that. So I'm an ex-nobody. I actually put a lot of X's in my life. For example, I'm an ex-professionist. I'm an ex-overachiever, ex-overthinker, right? You want to get rid of things in your life? Create that verbal boundary in your language so that you are embodying the new version of you that's different from before. And even if I help the life of one listener, I have done my contribution to a better world, just like we are doing. I'm, I'm fueled by talking to you today, Genesis. And I hope if anyone's listening, go for your dreams and life is beautiful and blessings are coming and more opportunities comes your way when you truly believe this. Yes, it's like fired up. And I ask people, what sparks you, what ignites you, and what fuels you? Because a spark is different than an ignition um, combustion, and an ignition combustion is different than what fuels you. Just like, for example, the car analogy. If you don't put gas in your car, your car is not going to go. Or now we have these electric cars. If you don't charge a car, it's not going to go. So just like you would charge your car or gas it up, you have to gas and fuel yourself up in order for you to get to that next destination. So Lucy, whenever you think about your life from childhood to where you are now, What is one challenge that you face that ended up working out to be a testimonial in your life? Oh, there are so many because the more challenges we go through in life, the more miracles happen. And you talked about a spark. I love that because just a spark of hope and optimism can catapult you to great heights right? If you believe great things are going to happen, I mean, every great invention out there and every great movement out there began with a spark of hope and belief. So I guess for me, it was my fears. One of my biggest fears growing up was swimming. I actually saw someone drown in front of me when I was about five years old at a reservoir there was a big hole uh, somehow and this boy was just sucked into this hole and he never came out so I was actually afraid to swim all my life um, in high school we had this swimming proficiency test where we had to swim laps um, across our swimming pool and tread water so I practiced for month and month just to be able to complete the test. So I was able to graduate. However, throughout the process, I was never able to put my head down in the water. So this stuck with me too for about 30 something years of my life. And um, if you're listening, it might be something else. It might be 
something happened in your childhood, some kind of drama or anything that you're holding on to life, anything from the past in your history that you are still recreating that image or that story in your head that's that's hindering you from moving forward, I want you to know that mindset is a moment-to-moment shift. One day, I was with my daughter, and she asked me to swim with her and try to put my head down. You know what? I just did it. Because after years of becoming a life coach, I realized that it was, I need to talk the talk, I need to walk the walk. So like I talked about, I'm constantly trying to break my own fears and limiting beliefs. And all it took was one true decision. And I did it. So I'm telling you right now, moment to moment shift, it happens and all miracles begin with a hope and believe. Yes, I love that. And I love that you talked about the water analogy because going through something traumatic as seeing someone drown right in front of your eyes is a trauma that you know, will shape how you perceive certain things. But if you don't overcome those traumas, they carry, they are carried on with you throughout your adulthood until you get to a point where something triggers it or you're ready to face it. And then now, whenever you think about those sparks, it's almost like, you know, those old school matchboxes. Whenever you take the magic, the match out, you have to strike it. And then as you're striking it, a spark comes and then the fire starts to ignite, right? So I ask people, where did you strike your match sometimes? And striking a match could be thinking about those paradigm shifts that we have, whether they're the limiting thoughts and beliefs, whether it's remnants of imposter syndrome and write it down. Then next to that, write down everything positive about yourself, whether it's a strength, or whether it's an opportunity, because I like to use the S and the O from the SWOT analysis, because it's a way to start to get you to see things in a different um, vantage point. Because if you keep replaying the negative, you're going to remain in the negative. But if you scrub away that negative and you start reprogramming your software, which is internally, then you're really going to unlock whatever is locked up in your life. Yeah, but you know what? Just like a computer, you talked about software, you get to reboot yourself, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter what brand you're using, <laughs> right? Even even an Apple doesn't work sometimes, right? But what you get to do is your decision. You can you can intentionally choose to reboot yourself anytime throughout the day, just like how you reboot a computer. You can reset yourself as many times as you need. You can take long vacations. You can take short breaks. You can close your eyes in the middle of the day for a minute to reset your intentions. That's all your choice because it's your life, right? People are always looking at what other gurus are doing. And I always tell my clients, they're all right everybody's right because we're human beings we're different so it's right and it works for someone so you've got to try it out and it all starts with that spark um people always look for a catastrophic 
turning point or that spark or whatever you call it, right? People are waiting for that moment to happen. And what I want you to take away is that you get to make it happen. You get to decide when that moment is. I always get interviewed and I'm asked, Lucy, what was your biggest epiphany in life? What was the turning point? And for me, that actually hindered me when I started my coaching business because I felt like I didn't have that big epiphany. I didn't have a turning point in my life where I was so low in life. I was like in the trenches, like I was needing to crawl out. I felt like it was these smaller aha moments that I collected throughout life that added up to this greater amount of energy and momentum. So don't overlook the small moments where you just give yourself the aha moments where you can just jot down, you know, what, what did I learn from that little tiny event today that happened, right? Start journaling your life story because when I started, I felt like I was boring. I have no story to tell. But when you look deeper, when you start to look for those lessons, then that's when you start realizing, ah, my life is amazing too. I'm remarkable because you all are. We all are. So start having fun. Start opening your mind, right? If When you open yourself for opportunities, that's when more opportunity arise. Yes, don't just scratch the surface, but actually go deep diving. I say go scuba diving. And uh, in your case, Lucy, that's where you come in with teaching people how to cultivate that rock star confidence. And I want you to break down, why did you put rock star confidence? That goes back to the comparison, right? Um, In my terms, it's Lucy Liu. I used to compare myself to her. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still love her. She's amazing. She's an artist, director, actress. Oh my gosh. Okay. But it's like, kind of like, it stopped me because there just cannot be another Beyonce in the world, right? So you're always going to feel less than someone else, right? We'll never be Beyonce because we're just nobody, right? But even though she's amazing, we can love her, but yet at the same time, we can also be amazing, just like a rock star. And that is an embodiment. That's not a, a per, it's a persona that you get to choose to be. It's a persona that you can embody when you make those decisions, right? When you make a decision, if you're feeling afraid to, to make your next move, ask yourself, what would the Beyonce version, you know, like Lucy 10.0, like Genesis Rockstar, like she's on stage, she's a full, fully confident. What would she do if you're making decisions in a place where you come from that kind of energy, your decisions are going to be different. And life is made up of decisions. I am here because of the decisions we make. And you are where you are because of the decisions make. And when you make those decisions out of fear, it's going to be so much different than when you're making decisions out of opportunity and belief for a better tomorrow. 
I love that. And as you were talking, Lucy, I was thinking about ways that you're a rock star in your own RAM. You're a rock star because you have two best-selling books out. You're a rock star because you're helping Asian women boss up where, you know, some Asian women, based on their community, they're just taught to go through the emotions and don't go against authority and et cetera. And I'm speaking from some of my friends who are Vietnamese or or Chinese, and it is different in the Vietnamese culture versus the Chinese culture. But I grew up with um, some of my best friends are Vietnamese. And just seeing, you know, just seeing them grow up and the way they did certain things was different than how I grew up where my mom is West Indian and my dad was South American. So it's a different culture, but we're both, you know, tied to immigrant parents. So whenever you think about all your accolades that you have accomplished, it's so important that you remain grounded, but you do celebrate the small wins as well as the big wins. And how can you help another woman? Because you do, you do have your I am remarkable woman empowerment know that she is worthy and she does not have to be like another woman to fit in or stand steadfast yes yes we might come back from different cultures I mean I have clients that are women of color of all colors and yes we have different cultures but what when when we're when we're in this overthinking mode we're all very alike right (laughs) we overthink and we actually spend time on overthinking how we're overthinking right I have talked to a lady once and she said I sat there for two hours thinking about why I'm overthinking thinking about you know why am I spending more time on overthinking and we just we just do this there's just voices in our head that goes in loops, that goes in spirals, that, you know, it, it doesn't go away. And, and it's a, all about breaking that ceiling, that glass ceiling that is holding you, that's suffocating you. But yet that glass ceiling is just right above and it's self-imposed and it's not even locked in. So all you have to do is to make this decision to push that ceiling away and you're there. Do you think that some of those glass ceilings can stem from generational trauma or those generational ties on how they were raised because they may not necessarily want to go against the grain of salt because they're requesting permission from somebody else when you don't need permission from anybody else. All you need is permission from yourself to step outside of the box and stretch yourself beyond your comfort zone. Absolutely. And you know what? Don't think someone else has it better because it doesn't matter where you come from. There's, yes, there's social pressure. There's peer pressure, right? There's social media. There's media. There's, there could always be a reason and there can always be an excuse. So it's what you make out of life, right? So many stories you hear, you know, living in a car outside of Denny's to making eight figures, right? These are stories that, that, that I tell. I've interviewed so many great women. Actually, as a matter of fact, I just interviewed someone on my podcast yesterday. She was, you know, uh, 
about $15,000, no, 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 $150,000 in debt. She was a single mom, immigrant, lost tons of money. She was going nowhere. And 9-11 hit, she, all her business around. Um, she, she just basically was really in a bad place, right? That's, that's the type of women that are making it. She eventually sold her business to Bill Gates for millions and millions of dollars. So it has nothing to do with where you are now. It has to do with where you want to be and who you want to be. That's the most important part, who you want to be. And of course, get help. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not okay to think that you can do this alone. Because we are all here together, like Genesis, we are, we're talking, and you feel me, and we rise together. Yes, and speaking of rising, your book, the first one is The Rising Sisterhood. What led you to writing The Rising Sisterhood? Actually, both these books are collaborative books. We're all together, co-authored with 16 other women, and both of these books were done during COVID, right when we shut down. So it's like a way of saying, we're rising together, we're bossing up, right? What do you make out of this pandemic? It's all about perspective. What do you want to do and who you want to be again? And that's who we wanted to be. It's the one who inspire others. And that's what we have to do. We have to show up first in order to rise together. Absolutely. And if you think about when you're traveling on the aircraft, what are some of the things that they say whenever they, they're giving the safety speech? They say in the event of emergency, whenever the oxygen mask is dispensed, you put on your oxygen mask first. And once you have yours on, you can help somebody else. And that's a part of self-care, self-respect self-worthiness and self-responsibility because if you don't take care of yourself and when I say self I mean mentally physically emotionally and spiritually you're not going to be able to help somebody else because hurt people hurt people and broken people don't need to connect with other broken people to cause more emotional damage yes cannot agree more so Lucy, um, as we begin to wind down, I want to play a game to know Lucy Lou more on a personal level. So are you up for a game? Let's do it. Okay, it's going to be 10 questions with Genesis, and then we will jump back into your call to action for this segment. So question number one, favorite quote. Ooh, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift, which is why we call it the present. I love that. Say that again. Yesterday's history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. Profound. Dream car, too. Ooh. Uh, realistically or not realistically? <laughs> <laughs> It could be either or. You never know. Where, the way that we're going, we may be um, starting to see cars that fly. <laughs> right. Uh, I love, I, I would love a Bugatti. Ooh. Thinking big here. I love that. <laughs> I want a Lambo. I want it black on black with some blue neon lights. I'll take a Lambo white SUV there. 
I'll take one too. (laughs) So three, favorite book. Ooh, there are so many, but I would have to say, um, oh, there's too many, but definitely Mel Robbins' Five Second Rule. That was very helpful for me because she didn't, I mean, she's really amazing, but she talked about how she was in a really bad place and was in debt for a lot of money when she was 37 and she didn't start until after that. So that was a great inspiration. Three, if you could go, no, four, sorry, four. four. If, you could, <laughs> thank you. if you could go back and give your younger self advice, what would it be and why? Uh, this is something I go by. It's like my entre- mantra now. There's always a way because when you, when you think that way, your mind is open to receive opportunities. Okay. Five. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Ooh, to read people's minds. Uh, I mean, I do a lot of that when we dig in with uh, our coaching calls, but my superpower now is to turn positive uh, negatives into positives, but I would definitely want to read people's mind like easy right like computerized (laughs) that is so amazing I always love these questions six okay if you had a choice to go anywhere in the world and money was not an object where would you go well right now my dream vacation is Maldives it's somewhere I really want to go and I know I will be going but I'm just not there yet and I look forward to going it's an island that will disappear in the future Mm, okay the Maldives seven so are you a tea tea or coffee drinker or neither tea tea um tea what type of tea any tea hot tea as long as it's tea I'm good okay Eight, if you could get rid of one item and not see it anymore, what would it be? This is hard because I want to get rid of so much stuff. I'm constantly purging because I'm trying to be more minimalist, trying to not get attached to things. Um, So yeah, I'm going to continue to purge. uh, And I start with anything that's not sustainable okay like I'm trying to get rid of plastic things mm-hmm. okay and you're definitely helping the environment too that way nine when you hear a beat on the radio what is that song that gets you fired up and you're like oh man that's my jam I, I'm kind of a, t- a type of person that likes wh- whatever's on top of the charts. <laughs> so this m- m- will change from time to time. But now that my daughter's 10, I kind of have to go with her playlist. <laughs> so I don't really have that choice now. <laughs> so what's uh, the top song on her playlist then that, that you rock out to by force? <laughs> right now she's listening to oh my gosh so so many she's listening to bad habits right now on repeat so that's what I get okay and then 10 
you could either pass or play. You could either ask me any question that you want to know about me, or I could ask you one final question. Oh, that's fun. Let's do it. Let's, uh, I want to know why you started GEMS. So I started GEMS in November of 2020 after losing my dad to medical negligence. So I got tired of people telling me all these cliche lines about grief and how I should grieve the loss of my dad. And I also got tired of people telling me, hey, I know how you feel when in actuality, both of their parents were living. So they possibly couldn't have known what it's like to lose a father especially in the height of a pandemic. So not only am I grieving the loss of my dad, but then I found out that I was being laid off a week later from my Fortune 500 oil and gas company and then planning your father's funeral right in the middle of a pandemic. So I said, you know what? I'm just gonna start my podcast and talk into the mic. And I just started doing solo episodes up until I went through like the healing process. And then I started welcoming um, guests on my shows only because someone on Podmatch, he was so persistent and he's like, I want to come on your show. I want to come on. And I was like, no, no, no. Then finally I had that epiphany moment where I was like, okay, let's do the damn thing. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Thank you for sharing. My pleasure. So now let's do our call to action. Lucy, what is your call to action for this segment? Check out my podcast, uh, The Lucy Lou Show. It's everywhere. You know, leave me a comment, say hello. Let me know which episode you enjoyed, which topic you enjoyed. It's just about 10 minutes to 20 minutes, no more than 20 minutes, short weekly doses of inspiration where I do either solo or interview amazing women around the world. And Lucy, how can our listeners and viewers connect with you via your website? And where do you hang out primarily on social media? Uh, Check out lucyloucoaching.com. That's L-U-C-Y-L-I-U coaching.com. And I'm very active on Instagram at M-S-L-U-C-Y-L-I-U. And actually say the same handle everywhere else as well but I'm very active on Instagram. So come say hello. And there you have it, listeners and viewers. You just heard Lucy Lou, and she has a podcast, The Lucy Lou Show. So make sure you connect with her. All of her contact information will be in the show notes. So there is no excuse for you not to plug in with her. Um, Until we chat next time, make sure you subscribe and share this segment. We're on 40 plus platforms. Leave a review. Tell me what you like what you don't like, and what topics you want to hear next, because feedback is a gift. I take the positive, I take the negative, and I build upon it. And for those of you who like the video content, follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for all things video content. And you can learn more about becoming a brand sponsor or a brand ambassador because you are needed to continue this mission by going to www.com genesisamariskemp.net or just type in genesisamariskemp.net where we are ranked in the top 3% globally per www.listennotes.com. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one and remember to kick those crazy habits, those limiting thoughts, those limiting beliefs, 
to the curb because you are the rock star and we're waiting for the show to begin. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.